Welcome back to another episode of A New Universe to Tell. Welcome to the Hef Universe. I am your host, Boris Nikoff, and today I want to give some announcements to you all and discuss some of our characters. We will be going back to the audiobook of Legends Aftermath, and we just got another person and uh, to do some voice acting for us. I do want to say I am very sorry for not posting. Um for probably a few weeks now and i apologize uh kind of one of the um deals of being a director is you have a lot on your plate with uh films and stories and uh well work too so a lot just happens so and uh, we have some big shoots as well that we had to get by, but um, I am <laughs> I am so excited to uh, share this first season of Guardian Hawk with you guys. Um, this is going to be quite a fun adventure, and I <laughs> I am editing it and. It is looking good so far. I'm waiting for the music from one of my good friends, uh, Onyx Morales. But uh, I promise you, this is going to be worth the wait. And there is so much more to tell. So, without further ado, let's get into some of our characters. The first character we are going to talk about is Night Fighter, argued to be one of the first characters created in half by me and before George the, George the Pigeon, though I'm still trying to figure out which one was first. Night Fighter is one of my most beloved characters because he was my first hero I made as a kid and I held on to him ever since. He has, he's just, he means a lot to me and I put a lot of myself into this character too and a lot of stuff that I wish to be. And Night Fighter, well, he has a pretty big story. But before I continue, I want to tell you a little tale about his planet. Once ago, millions of years ago, there's this planet called Cyneria. This big, beautiful, just colorful planet called Cyneria. It lived in harmony, peace, and it was united. It was a perfect planet, filled with beauty, such beauty. And this planet, over time, began to fall apart. There were kings and kings in a rule um, throughout time. Night Fighter's father was one of them king before him ruled and the king before him ruled. Many kings ruled and 
the f one of the first kings. Well, he broke the planet in half. Before that happened, there was conflict that grew against the planet. There were two different sides of the planet that kind of argued against one thing about peace and the war of rights. There's these war of rights and well, this this leader King Drakkar grew hatred for the king and for everything that he stood for. He hated everything about him. He hated the fact of Cyneria and he wanted order and a chaotic he wanted he wanted an army filled with just bloodthirsty war vengeance anger he didn't want this peace he didn't want unity across other planets he wanted to rule he thought the king was arrogant for being kind and selfless he wanted him dead but that didn't go well, and he knew he couldn't kill him. So, he drew half of the... There was one side of the planet that went to war against the other side. King... Well, soon-to-be King Drakkar led his side against... The king. Thus began the War of Rights, or I guess you could say the war for the throne against King Drakkar and the first king of Cyneria. Millions of lives were lost through this battle, but the king had enough and decided to break the planet into two, sending Drakkar and his then evil evil army to one side of the planet called Capex and his side to his other half Golden Edge thus there was a bridge that connected to both of the half planets making sure they won't collide to each other causing destruction and there was a gravity shield that connected around the planet so people could cross the bridge however the king made sure that King Drakkar would never step foot on that bridge and only made it and he would always try to make it halfway King Drakkar uh, and he would never make it across the bridge and he was banished from the other side of the planet. So, Capax began became this enemy planet of Golden Edge. Golden Edge was where the first king of Cyneria ruled after he broke the planet in two. And then as the few kings passed down, Nightfighter's father became became king and he ruled golden edge over time so now to night fighter's story 
Night Fighter was born on Golden Edge. Before, probably 10 years before the the war, the wrath of Capex, which took place after, well, a few centuries after the War of Rights. And Night Fighter was born as a prince of Golden Edge, soon to be king in the future, hoping to rule after his father, to take the throne and bring unity to Golden Edge and to Capex, hoping that one day, one day, these planets would come back into one and it would be Cyneria once again. That one day, there would be a king that could unite them all and bring harmony to the planet and destroy the evil. The evil Drakkar and his army. Well, Nightfighter was born on Golden Edge and he had a mother and a father and he had a sister named Vajila. She was an elite warrior. She was an elite warrior of her planet and she she was destined for battle. She always she was very close with her brother and she was very close to her parents. She would she would idolize her father because he fought in the wars prior to, in the War of Rights. And then there were other battles between, but she wanted to be a fighter, night fighter. Well, he wanted to be a fighter. Well, he wasn't too, he was a fighter, but he was also not like his sister. And as far as being future king, well, I could only imagine how much stress that would put on him. But he grew in this, grew on Golden Edge, the good side of the planet. But as a kid, he would always be able, he used to hang out with this other alien from the enemy side. His name was Apex. Apex Predator. Apex for short. And they would always hang out from a far distance, but the way they hung out, well, it's kind of hard to explain. They're aliens, so it's as much of an explanation I can give. But they would always hang out on the bridge. And even though they couldn't really hang out in person, like you know, go to one side of the planet or the other, they would always um, hang out on the bridge, but that was forbidden. King Drakkar said it was forbidden to talk with the enemy, the elites on the Golden Edge planet, and to make friends of them. They They were monsters. He wanted them dead. He hated them. He hated them so much. He was like, whoever decides to go against this rule, well, you fight to the death or you get exterminated. He doesn't care about anyone. But on Golden Edge, 
they also didn't want their side to speak to the K-Packs because they were filthy K-Paxian pigs. They hated them too. There was so much hate on both sides that they too also were like, it is forbidden to befriend a K-Paxian. They were, they were bred for war and the war only. They didn't care about peace or prosperity. But Nightfighter and Apex hung out anyway. They they hung out and well, after some time, they got caught. And well, they were sent to battle each other in an arena. They was they were placed in the um Capaxian arena that was held and they had to fight to the death. And well, Knifehutter and Apex didn't want to do that because they were best friends. But Drakkar didn't care and Knifehutter's father wasn't pleased either. He wanted Knifehutter to become a king and if that meant taking a life in order to become a king he wouldn't care he would do it he wanted him to do it or else he isn't a true warrior true protector of the planet and a protector of the throne so they fought they were forced to fight and well they decided not to um, end it they threw some punches they Threw some kicks, but Nightfighter and Apex didn't want to kill each other. So, they forfeited during the arena. And well, that really pissed off Drakkar and didn't make Nightfighter's father happy either. So, Apex was put in a cell, beaten, scarred, whipped, injured. Drakkar made him feel pain. Beyond belief, Nightfighter was punished by his father. Not so much of a um, brutal punishment as Apex got, but Nightfighter was punished for befriending Apex by his father. He put his father put Nightfighter on trial and punished him to be beaten in an arena by every new warrior that signed up for the team. So Nightfighter got pretty injured, maybe not as injured as Apex, but both sides were brutal. It was hard for Vigila to see. She couldn't she couldn't believe that Nightfighter would do this and she loved him. She didn't want him to feel this. She didn't like this, but she couldn't do anything, nor sh- could she argue against the rule. Why would you befriend a Capaxian? It's against the rules. No elite should be able to do that. I mean, it's, it's blasphemous. So she had to see him get hurt. And that was one of her hardest things she had to witness. His father 
also was in pain having to see Nightfighter punish his mother as well. But they loved him. And they weren't going to kill him because that's just barbaric. That's That crosses the line. They wouldn't ever do it because Nightfighter, if Nightfighter died, well, it would kind of break the king the king bloodline within their family. So, they were both punished. And then, well... As time passed, well... Nightfighter's father was doing as he doing King's duty, making sure Golden Edge would stay safe from K-Pax. But what he didn't know was Drakkar, over time, was building an army that would overwhelm them in numbers for a battle that soon would start, a battle that would take 25 years to end, a brutal battle that cost many lives because of this King's rage. King Drakkar wanted nothing more than to see Nightfighter's fathers dead. He wanted to kill him in the most brutal, gruesome way possible. He wouldn't care. He wanted to destroy the council of Golden Edge and everything that Golden Edge stand for because they brought so much of what Cyneria had in the past into their culture, even though it was changed and they kept their culture and King, King Drakard wanted that gone. He wanted to bring the planet together and make it K-Pax, the ultimate war-bent planet. He wanted to go to other planets, slaughter, and rule. He didn't care what would happen to anyone. He wouldn't care if his soldiers died. They don't mean nothing to him other than their numbers to him. And they're just warriors to fight, to kill. He didn't want anything else. And he wanted every elite dead on Golden Edge. He wanted Golden Edge to die. He wanted Cyneria and everything that was gone. He wanted it to be his perfect vision. A vision that was so dark and so warbent, it wasn't, it was, he was corrupt. A truly corrupt leader. So, as that happened, King Drakkar had this plan to overthrow the council, to kill them, to put them on their knees, and then find the king himself to f kill. He wanted the king for himself so he could kill him. But anyone else, the council, he wanted all his men to kill him. He wanted Nightfighter dead too. He hated him. He didn't want the bloodline to continue. He wanted a new bloodline of his own. A true Drakkar bloodline. So, he sent 
different segments of his army across the bridge. And, well, he figured out over times of failure, he finally figured out how to cross the bridge while there was the army of um, elites on the other side waiting for him to guard the bridge so they wouldn't cross. They ended up being slaughtered, and Drakkar led one of his first first waves to Golden Edge, and he went, he led one straight to the council. He not, he's led them straight to the council knowing that if they did that, the council would have their army ready to defend. And that was their strong point. They knew, all right, if we went straight for the council, it'd be the dumbest move, but it would be one that they think we would make. So let's make it while I send the other waves around the council from the westward and from behind. Again, this was half of a planet, so they were able to go all around. They snuck in. And they had one wave go straight to the council, and that got killed off. But they knew that was going to happen, so they led the other, another wave to the westward side, and another one to the east and to the south. They led some through the back of the planet as well. So they first the first wave attacked straight to the council, and they got killed off, but not knowing, well, the council uh, underestimating Drakkar thought, well, war's done, good luck trying, but then the real battle begun. All waves attacked, all of them, and then he led three other waves straight to the council since the first one died off, and they got overwhelmed. And this is the point that started the wrath of Capex, the most brutal war possible. And the war that would last 25 years. So, what happened then? Well, Vigila had to be sent off since she was a top-tier warrior and protector of the throne. She was sent off to be in the first um, first clan to protect the council. As there were other clans, one, uh, one led by Akron, and the others led by other strong, brave warriors. She was sent to go to the first clan, so she had to say goodbye to her brother and hoping that she will meet him soon again. Sad that she had to leave, and yet scared that whatever she didn't want Nightfighter to get hurt, none of her family, she'd be so... She wouldn't know what to do. She could become one of the K-Packs if she, her family were killed. She didn't want any of them hurt, so she hoped that in defending and being in the first clan to prevent, to protect the throne, she'd be able to save them. 
but she couldn't be near Night Fighter nor her father or mother. So she had to be part of a clan that would ultimately be killed. However, she would make it. She would be a survivor. Night Fighter was kept into kept in the council next to the throne. He would be stationed there to do nothing. He wouldn't be involved in any of these fights ordered by his father. His father didn't want him to be in the line of fire because this was a true battle of vengeance. Something that he didn't expect to happen, though didn't didn't realize that uh, his planet would go to war. He knew that Drakkar would try time and time again and again, but this was this was revenge. This was revenge and battle for the throne again, not just for the throne, but for the destruction of Golden Edge. So, his father didn't want Knife Fighter in the line of battle, so he forced him to stay there with guards protecting him so he wouldn't have to be killed. His father went to go fight in the war as a king to fight off Drakkar's waves of army. Well, as that went on, his mother also went to go fight because she didn't, she couldn't stand by to do nothing. She too was a warrior and was trained a warrior. One of the most cunning warriors and that's why Vigila is one as well because of her mother. So, her mother went to fight. However, she was not too lucky. Her mother was killed in battle. So Night Fighter was alone in the council while the council sat and did nothing, hoping that they would be protected enough and they would strategize a plan to get everyone off the planet. But they also decided to send Night Fighter away too. They wouldn't want to be responsible for the death of a future king. No. They would have their... It would be the end. So, what they did was they sent Night Fighter away to planet Earth. Thinking that he'll be safe and that one day when he comes back, he can rule again. But they didn't want to take any chances, so they took him, they sent him to Earth while they started to get evacuation pods for citizens that needed to leave. They didn't want their whole colony wiped out of extinction. They wanted to still breed and thrive and, you know, reproduce. So they had to send some away, but they also forced other citizens, children, and daughters and mothers to fight in this war alongside the warriors, their army. And sadly, some of them never made it. A lot of them never made it. Neither did the warriors and the soldiers. So, this was a big and brutal war. And they knew it would cost a lot. This would be one that would go in history for Cyneria, 
but they didn't want the king to die, nor did they want the future king to die either. So, they sent evacuation pods to take some of the citizens out and to go to one of their um, neighborhood planets that they could stay on until they come back, until the war is over. So, as the war gone on for years and years, it has happened, we're, we now move to the middle of the war. Now this point is interesting. Nightfighter's father fought in the war for since it started. And Nightfighter's father didn't know that his son was sent to Earth. Though, I mean, in all consideration, he would he would have not been too angry seeing that the war just kept on going. He wouldn't know if they would ever reach to the council, so he never knew, but, I mean, Nightfighter is safe, so why, what would he be mad about? But when he was fighting, when there was still somewhat of a fighting chance, he vanished. He was gone. He disappeared during the middle of the war. Just gone. Well, that was the last day you'd ever hear from Nightfighter, the king of Golden Edge, father of Nightfighter. He was gone. But the war kept going. King Drakkar grew angrier and looked for the king, hoping that he would face him, but he was gone. Ah, oh, that made him furious. So furious, he kept pushing and pushing as more lives were lost. But Golden Edge wouldn't give up. The elites wouldn't give up to protect, even if it cost them their lives. So the war kept going. Vigila was fighting, and her mother was gone. And Akron was leading his section to defend the to defend some of the cities their platforms while Sir Valent Valenhorn the first also led his crew as his father led his as well his own clan the war didn't seem to end and well now that nightfighters on earth Drakkar figured that out. He knew. So, what did he do? Well, he grabbed his prisoner Apex and told him, you will go down there and you will kill Nightfighter. You will destroy him. You will bring back these crowns that were left on Earth during a time of war or uh, travel when Cyneria was once one planet. He wanted Nightfighter to die and would never return, thus making him 
know that there would be no, the bloodline of Golden Edge would be done. So he sent Apex to Earth while he, while the war hat was going on. So, what happened? Well, as the war continued, we move to Night Fighter's story. This is a story of Night Fighter and his journey to becoming a hero on Earth. And now we have to come to a close with this story. There is a lot to tell with his story, and I will continue the story after I premiere the first season of Guardian Hawk, which should be coming out late May, early June. I'm not going to be putting a release date on that right now because it's still quite uncertain. We have only just a few scenes left to shoot, and a lot of it's in the editing room. Um, the music is yet to be made, and there is still some editing that I have to do and episodes that I have to put together but I promise you you are going if you give us a chance and listen to this before you watch Guardian Hawk you're going to get some backstory into Night Fighter's role and well hopefully my acting will line up with his story um but I'm going to give hints on stuff that happened when he was, was on Earth, but I'm not going to reveal it in this, um, well, in this session today. But I promise, just stick with us. We have many stories to go through, and yes, I know what happens next in the story of Night Fighter, but I'm purposely not telling you because I want you guys to be interested and not know everything while going into Guardian Hawk. Um, because there is part of his story, there is hints to his backstory on Earth. Um, but, unfortunately, I won't reveal that to you until after the season. But, I will announce, though, um, we will be releasing the first two episodes on the day of the premiere. Um, and then, moving forward, we'll have one episode a week. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And, well, um... Hopefully, I may do another session tomorrow, um, and we're, we'll go to into another character's story. But until then, I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I thank you again for watching. Um, thank you so much. It really does mean a lot to me. The reason I'm doing this is that I'm not getting money off of this. Um, we're not making money off of this right now because... This is a universe I want you guys to really get interested into. I want anyone who can't afford to listen to it to listen to it. Because I hope one day we can go global with this. And, well, I mean, I can only imagine what it'd be like for you guys to just listen and watch and read this whole story. And then by the end of it, you're like, holy crap. That was a truly epic story. I know exactly how this is going to end in the future. 
I um, won't tell you because it's huge spoilers and it's basically not worth watching if you know already. But just give us a chance. Um, we have new people coming in on this project. Um, I can name so Cedar Reynolds is an, a new addition to our crew. She is going to be playing this character Mystic Wolf, and we have a fun story to tell um, next. That will be our next film project miniseries. It'll be a three-part miniseries um, that we'll be bringing um, to you guys, and I'm excited. I am making, I'm putting together a script, but I'm having this is going to be a lot of fun. She's a talented actress, and I can, I just, it's going to be a good continuation of this story and necessary, and it's going to be kind of a fun comedy action heist uh, miniseries. And um, I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I've been collabing with her a lot for this project, so we have something great to bring to you guys. Um, and then we have season. We still have five seasons of Guardian Hawk, um, so we'll do season two next, and hopefully going to be doing Lightning, and I am also putting together an animated story, and I know this seems like a lot, and that I could be breaking myself with this, but I won't. I will be having enough time for everything, and they will come out when they come out, but until then, I'm going to be sending, I will be doing these podcast episodes to you get you guys familiar on our stuff and invested interested and then you can see our stuff and be like wow this is fun you know i don't i we don't have enough artists to make these millions of comics we have over we actually now have probably i think 440 characters now we just added a few new ones so yeah, we have a lot to tell, but I promise it's going to be worth it. And, you know, this has been the story I've always wanted to tell, I guess. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, have a great night. Stay safe out there. Um, obviously, COVID, you know, it's a rough time this year. And um, I know this pandemic has been a lot for all of us. It has been for me. But... We're almost there, and great stuff is coming, and I hope you guys enjoy, and stay safe, um, be kind, selfless, um, it's all we can do, and you know, just have fun, party on, so um, thank you guys, this is a wrap for this episode, and I will probably do another episode tomorrow night, so look forward to that, until then. Have a great night. Have family.